Chapter One I swear you could write a crime novel about this place, Sheriff Gordo said to me as he walked slowly to the door as he turned the red plastic cover of his notebook over the pages. I bet it would sell millions. People don't really buy books anymore, I answered, following him as though I was his host. Although he just came in to my diner and coffee shop to ask me about another murder just outside my doors. Well, they don't really buy coffee either, it seems, he replied, pointedly twirling his pen around the starkly empty room. Thanks for your time, Sheriff. I appreciate it. He smiled. It's always a pleasure, Minnie. I mean, seeing you, not the murders. I get it. Let me know if you hear anything. He waved at me awkwardly outside the door after I closed it, then walked to his car with a slight limp. We'd gone to the same high school. He was a senior when I was a freshman, and people used to tease him for his limp. Now he says he was injured in action. I feel like he comes in here just to flirt with me rather than to investigate the murders. If he were investigating them, he would have found the murderer. Or murderers, by now. I sat at the serving bar and stared out into the darkness. The diner has been in my family since 1921. When I took over after my grandparents died, I brought in the coffee shop dynamic, hoping it would invigorate the old place and invite college students in. And it did, for a while. I really thought I was doing Grammy and Papa proud. But then the murder started. And everything all went to hell. Honestly, everyone who has been murdered so far was a terror of a customer. One group of tourists yelled at me for making their coffee both too hot and too cold at the same time, which doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. Another guy literally spit in my face for telling him we don't sell alcohol. Still, Even if all the people were jerks who didn't tip, I don't think they deserve to have their throats cut from ear to ear. Gordo accidentally slipped that he thought the victims were taken from the diner, killed somewhere else, and then dumped near where they began because they were notably devoid of blood. He thinks the killer is a madman. Some people around town think the killer is a vampire. I think the killer is going to put me out of business. A sigh wearily escaped my lips as my head fell into my worn hands. I really thought things were going to work out. After everything that has happened in my short, tumultuous life, I hoped that. Bing, bing! The bells on the door knocked me out of my moment of self loathing. I shot up, staring wildly at who could possibly be braving my place at night. Are you open? A tall, lean yet muscular man with ice cold blue eyes and deep, dark brown hair asked. He looked like he'd never been out in the sun in his life, his face so pale that it glowed against the black blanket of night behind him. He seemed to be going for that modern greaser look with the slicked back hair, blue jeans, and leather jacket over a plain black v neck. I couldn't catch my breath looking at him. He hypnotized me in a way I've never felt before. The chiseled jaw, the brooding lips, 
that mysterious and dangerous look in his eye. I shook myself out of it. Oh, yes. Sorry. I was just, um, trying to collect myself. I see. He gave a slight smile. It seemed kind of dead in here. I rounded the counter and started to rub one of the old coffee mugs with a rag, like I'd seen in movies. I feel very weird and stupid at the moment. Well, we've hit the nightly post-murder lull. He raised an eyebrow as he sat in the bar seat I'd just vacated. Post-murder lull, huh? I'm sure you've heard. He stared at me blankly. I felt pinned to my spot, like a butterfly on a pinning block. About the murders? He rubbed his jaw, resembling a male model deep in thought. No, I haven't heard about any murders. I would like some coffee, though, if you have some. Myrna's blend. I felt instantly cold. Myrna? Yes, the owner. I saw my grandmother's face in my mind and could hear her say, Myrna's blend, with a bright smile. My hand reached out for the countertop so I could stay balanced. Oh, she, uh, she died some years ago. Probably five now? I'm sorry to hear that. Are you her sister? Granddaughter. Something flashed in his eyes, but it was too quick to catch. I haven't been back here in a while. I didn't even know she had a daughter, let alone a granddaughter. I narrowed my eyes. I mean, she was 83 when she died, so you must have been... He laughed strangely, and then placed his hand on mine. I'm kidding. Sometimes I like to do that because of my style sense. I fooled a few people into thinking I'm a ghost. Well, you are very pale. That is true. The coffee. Yes, yes, of course. I just have to make a pot. Hold on one second. I rushed into the kitchen to get the coffee I used only for myself and the old customers. For some reason, it's hard for me to share Grammy's blend with people who haven't tasted it. Perhaps because I can't stand to have people criticize it. It's definitely a mix of cheap coffee that is not particularly appetizing. But people loved it because she loved it. But she's not around to love it anymore. I checked my hair in the mirror. Disappointing. Before returning back into the shop to start the coffee. I just had to get it out of the back. It won't take long. No one answered me. I looked up to where the man had sat but nothing looked back. He'd gone. I scanned the room, wondering how he could have gotten out without me hearing. My heart started to beat fast. What if he really was a ghost? If so, he was the hottest ghost and man I'd ever seen. I sighed, setting down the bag of coffee and smacking myself for not ringing him up before I gave him the coffee. Then I noticed a note on the counter. I'll come back for that coffee tomorrow night. Be prepared. Cassius. Well, if he is a ghost, at least he'll come back to haunt me at least one more time. 
I don't know if I can wait to see him again. Hopefully he's not murdered somewhere out there before he can return. He's too beautiful to kill. I held the note in my hand and returned to the seat we'd both sat in to stare into the night again. Am I so lonely that I miss a man I don't even know?'